0: Now, from the world's most respected company in actionable consumer marketing research, insights, and analysis, here's Parks
1: Associates' Smart Tech Check with Mark Vina. Hello,
0: everyone. My name is Mark Vina, leader of Parks Associates' Smart Home Research Practice, and welcome to the Smart Tech Check podcast, where we cover all consumer topics that are smart home, home automation, security, console gaming, and a lot more. Today is Monday, July 12th, 2021. I hope all of you are safe and well. This session is my inaugural podcast for Parks and Searchers, who I recently joined to lead its smart home practice. I couldn't be more thrilled as Parks has been an industry icon for terrific consumer insights and analysis for 35 years. We're going to talk about that. And has an esteemed client base that's literally a who's who in the consumer tech space. For today's podcast, I'd like to bring up Elizabeth Parks, uh, she's a great person to kick off this podcast with me. She's the president of Park Associates to discuss her role at the company and why the company's played such a fantastic position in the consumer tech space and why data analytics and smart industry analysis is now more important than ever. Elizabeth, welcome to the Smart Tech Check Podcast.
1: Thanks, Mark, for having me. And we're so excited to have you join the firm to help uh, lead us forward in better understanding the growth in the smart home space.
0: Oh, i'm excited to be here um the, you know data is music to my ears and parks is all about data and market research and uh and, and and really good primary research but we're going to get into that what i want to do to keep the kind of conversation structured i've got a series of uh, questions i'd like to kind of pose this is my chance to interview you so to speak uh and let's bring that up here on the screen here uh the first question i want to bring up as uh, we go to the next uh, first question is, first of all, I'm always intrigued about asking people about their background and how do you perceive your role at Park Associates? I mean, I, I have a feeling that you're somewhat familiar with the founder of the company. I'm not sure if I know that for sure, but tell us about uh, your background and the mission at Parks Associates.
1: Sure. Uh, so I started at Parks Associates almost 23 years ago. I'll be celebrating my 23rd a year with the company this August. And uh, before I started working at Parks Associates, I was involved with the business at a younger age as Trisha Parks, who is the founder and CEO of the company is also my mom. So she started the company out of her house when I was about eight years old, uh, following a role that she had at a company called Future Computing. And, uh, that, that company was really looking at the adoption of personal computers, uh, back in the mid eighties. And after it got bought out by McGraw Hill, which would have had to take her back up to the New York area, which she just moved to Texas, uh, a few years prior, she decided to start her own company and founded parks associates. And in the beginning, she was really looking at computing and what the role of computing was going to be in the consumer lifestyle.
0: Hmm. Now, how, now, how do you perceive your mission at the company?
1: You know, we have been driven by providing reliable consumer insights and industry forecasts uh, to companies who are navigating the, the changes that are taking place as a result of new technologies. And so our um, very extensive wealth of consumer data That we've built up over 35 years has helped us understand really the diffusion of technology for consumers Mm -hmm. Um, so the mission that we have is to help serve our clients with the most accurate and reliable insights as well as an understanding of how different ecosystems intersect and where those opportunities lie to ultimately serve the consumer at home and on the go with you know these amazing experiences that happen as a result of uh technology
0: you know you know you know what's really so incredible about parks is that before it was called a smart home parks was really about the smart home they called it different things you know 10 or 15 years ago but ultimately it really is what pr- has proven to be the smart home and and, and, and as, as we've talked about this before the the category is so wide and so diverse from a from a, pr- a solution standpoint and will continue to be that way for for some time, you know, having, you know, real life primary data is so important to marketeers. So I want to bring up the second question that we have on the, uh, on the list here. So um, I guess the the thing that I, I, I'm always um, interested in asking because there's lots of research firms out there, not many that do the kind of level of primary research that Parks does, but why do clients value analytics? You know, why do they analyze, um, um, do they care about the research and the industry insight i know that sounds like a trivial question but there's so many competing forces when you're a dev- when you're a manufacturer or you're a developer bringing products to market you know what you know differentiates parks and why is the uh, the, the information so valuable and why do you have so many repeat clients over and over again
1: Sure. Well, we are really very, very specialized company. So for our uh, entire decades of being in business, we've taken a very close look at only uh, the technologies that are impacting the consumer, and then that can spill over into the SMB markets. So there's a lot of really great research firms out there, uh, but the depth of knowledge that we have within these specific verticals that we cover, everything from energy management to the home automation, Uh, home security to digital media and connected uh, consumer electronics and then of course the foundation of what brings it all together which are the broadband services the standards and then the technologies that are you know pushing the industry to really get to this vision of a truly connected home I think we're still a ways out uh, but a lot of progress has been made, and so our our clients uh, really value that trending data. The look at the market since since it was. Um, I mean, we can go back 15 years to you know when things started, and then we're tracking on quarterly, half year, or annual basis the growth in that market. And if you're a big company who's looking to enter a new market or bring new products to market, understanding how quickly uh, certain products and services will be adopted by consumers really does impact that overall uh, big picture view of of where that company might be going. And so our clients are are relying on us for the, the most accurate view that we can provide based on the different data that we collect in addition to our core insights around the the consumer data we have
0: well I, mean, I think that's the important point you're making is that it's not just about data i mean collecting the data and making sure it's accurate is obviously important but getting that insight into it why did the data change why did this data point go up or down is it trending is this an anomaly you know for example we've had um COVID for the last uh, year and there's been lots of anomalies Um, driven by that. But understanding that insight and understanding why the data is changing is is obviously very important. I know that clients obviously value that.
1: Um, Yeah. and, and, And one other thing to note is really, you know, really understanding the industries that we look at. So when you look at the HVAC industry, you know, they are not necessarily looking at what the consumer electronics players are doing and you know when you look at these opportunities to intersect between uh, different ecosystems in the home there's a lot of learnings that have to be shared and insights that that cross over that some industries you know may not be familiar with even how another industry works or if they're looking to make an acquisition to help grow their business and they want to move in Um, They may, you know, rely on us to help with those strategic insights and understanding of which players may be the best fit and uh, to help them ultimately, you know, do what they're looking to accomplish. So we take a special look at, at uh, understanding the players, and we're constantly briefing with the startup community, uh, which is very important to the industry, as well as the, the players who have, have been around and, and helped driven the industry forward for, for years.
0: Well, and you make it a, a very, very uh, important point because a large portion of the smart home are players that are startups. And startups, by definition, don't have a lot of information. You know, a good startup might be based on an idea, might be an engineering-driven company where they have an interesting feature capability. And having those insights and having that kind of data helps them fine-tune their marketing strategies. And uh, certainly that's a real important thing um, that I know manufacturers really enjoy. So let's bring up the third topic. Now, (laughs) this is a really interesting question because... It really is a very expansive question. You know, great companies rarely last thirty-five years. I mean, when you're talking about a company that's lasted thirty-five years, I mean, you're, you've got company like the Microsofts and the Apples, um, not Google. Uh, you're older than Google, which I think is an interesting, uh, interesting compare. But wh- what's really been the secret? Why has Parks been able to sur- not, not just survive but flourish and operate for you know over three decades or almost four decades?
1: Yeah, you know, Trisha, uh, my mom, and and our CEO and founder had a vision for the company to be able to uh, really expand and grow um, with the industries as the technologies took off, and I think that's where where we've been able to do that. But we've stayed within this. Uh, some people might say a niche or uh, boutique in the sense that we are so specialized. We have data and insights on certain markets like the home security market or the home controls market, um, the Wi-Fi market, broadband services that really uh, just just aren't otherwise available because of the, the length of time we've been studying them. Uh, so I think that our... Our secret lies in that um, excellence in the data collection and what we're asking consumers and then how we look at the markets and then where those insights and analysis uh, you know, are delivered to our clients. We've had to make a lot of changes. If you think of what the research world was like in the mid eighties, you know, before the internet, um, the company has evolved quite a bit and certainly, uh, grown up over time. We've also integrated in more and more executive conferences uh, to, to help with sharing additional information and bringing the industry leaders together to further advance uh, the overall mission of the different industries we serve.
0: Now, one thing that Parks does a lot of, which I've discovered recently, is lots of customized research. So it's you're not just doing cookie cutter the same old, you know, cranking out the same research quarter after quarter. You do a tremendous amount of customized research for clients. So let's talk a little bit about that for a second.
1: Sure. About half of our uh, research practice is custom work. So whether we're fielding an entire consumer survey for a client or doing focus groups, doing competitive analysis, strategic workshops, really anything within the traditional Uh, research firm uh, toolkit are things that we do and we serve clients who are uh, very small and startups who uh, may not have a big budget uh, all the way to the uh, you know fortune 100 companies um, with with larger projects and subscription research services as well.
0: Now the next question I'm really interested to get your opinion on you know I've talked about this before so let's bring up the next question and it's specific to the uh, to the smart home is that and you know, there's lots of challenges and opportunities in the smart home. We all uh, agree uh, agree to that at a top level, what do you think? You know, based on the research, um, is, are you think the two top challenges and the two top opportunities? We'll just confine it to that. There's a lot more than that, but I think that would be a good place to start. And I would love to get your opinion about that.
1: Yeah, I think uh, two of the, the top challenges are just understanding this long-term commitment to the smart home. This is a, a slow and steady growing space as it has been where there's a foundation of technology and uh, new technologies being added on top of that. And so you know, if you're expecting an ROI in 18 months, uh, usually the, the smart home space may not be able to, to deliver that. Um, so that's that's one thing I think is just in, in understanding the slow but steady growth, lot, still lots of opportunity um, and and maybe the second big challenge overall for the industry is that the integration and then the privacy and security issues yes. so that integration of devices, creating a simplified user experience of plug and play, which is what we used to say in the 90s. Um, mm-hmm you know, has to be there to move the, the, the market to mass market adoption. Right. And so I think there's a lot of great initiatives in play, including the new one matter um, with, with the Zigbee Alliance, now the connectivity uh, standards Alliance. Um, so I think we'll see some big things happening, um, but that privacy and security issue will, will continue to linger. And I think the industry has to play, you know, really step up and play a big role Um, for consumers to ultimately have that trust. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as opportunities go, is that other one about the opportunities? Uh, you know the services side of things the Mm -hmm. consumer willingness to latch on to new services uh, whether it be understanding the air quality in their home or understanding you know who's at their front door or when their package got delivered or delivering their package inside the garage you know consumers are showing a willingness to add on services uh, and buy devices that provide them value. So uh, I think there's a huge opportunity for the industry um, uh, in all areas to continue really developing uh, new use cases and then creating that ease of use and that you know really delightful consumer experience that we've all been talking about.
0: Now, interestingly, what, what, what I would tell you, and I agree with this, uh, agree with what you said before, is that as a smart home becomes a mainstream market, and still not mainstream, you know, for the most part, there are exceptions, but the, the, the data clearly shows that parts generated, is that the smart home still clearly is kind of an early adopter, um, you know, a, customer, a consumer who really feels comfortable with technology. It's starting to, you know, widen a bit. But as you start to go into more mainstream categories where, you know, technology laggards, people are more mainstream, where the volume is of the market, those customers do have price concerns. They have concerns about privacy. Privacy is not a—I mean—it affects the whole market, but particularly with those type of customers, you know, privacy is becoming um, a much, much bigger deal. And you know, you hinted at it. You—you know—mentioned it before. Interoperability, which is what the Matter Initiative is all about. I mean, I don't really want to be a PhD, going out to buy three or four different brands of of, of smart home products that will work together, and I—I I have got to be a genius. To make sure that they interoperate uh, with either whether I am using Alexa or or HomeKit, which is uh, Apple's <coughs> uh, solution, or Google Assistant. So I agree that those issues have to be tackled to b- make the market much more of a a, uh, a mainstream market. Let's go to the last question that I have for you, and that is, and the, you know we could take a, this could be a three hour podcast if we wanted to deep dive into this, but parks does you know have a number of different you know research products and 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 services give me a couple of minutes on where you believe um, you know are the ones that are the most popular what maybe some of the products that sometimes don't, doesn't get the visibility um, frankly that, that they should they, it should get but just give me uh, your, uh, your your commentary elizabeth on uh, you know where where do you see the most popular products being utilized by your clients
1: Sure. Well, we have uh, about 90 syndicated uh, reports that we deliver, and many of those are services that come continuously throughout the year. And so I think the most valuable uh, information is information that is coming on an ongoing manner that our clients can leverage and understand where the market shifts are taking place or what has happened within the market, Uh, let's say an acquisition or uh, new technology um, standards released. You know what does this mean for the for the next stage of? of growth. Um, so our tracker services our trending data, especially with the COVID situation, understanding what, what were consumers doing before COVID, how have they adapted throughout COVID and what's it going to look like on, on whatever the over, other side of this is, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's consumers have reported that 75% of them had made a major life change, um, throughout this process. And many of them will not go back. To the way their lives were, and technology can play this great, uh, you know, great way to help consumers, and particularly as we continue to see, you know, work and home life be a really big blur. There's a huge opportunity there as well.
0: Mm. Well, this has been great. Um, do you have any questions for me, Elizabeth?
1: Well, yeah. Well, let me ask you. Uh, tell me what was so enticing about joining Parks Associates? We're so pleased to to have you join our team.
0: That's a good question. Um, what I would probably say is that you know, you know, having a background on the product side, working f- you know for a, a number of you know, very visible companies like Compaq and Dell and Alienware and other companies like that, Sling Media a few years ago, and and did some work for uh, for Nito Robotics. When you're on the product side, you're always looking for information. You're always looking for data to give you an edge. And I think it would shock the average person to, uh, when they understood that in many cases marketeers product people are out there are making decisions sometimes in a vacuum it's shocking even in, in the you you would think oh well there's all this information available on the web you know it's it's, it's a no-brainer to be able to make product decisions and what good product marketing people do there there you know there's thousands of what i like to call micro decisions that go into developing a product and if you have research that really can tell you you know there's a consumer over here that might be more predisposed to this feature set versus that feature set. They'll prioritize more this uh, higher on the, um, the the consideration scale, you know, when they're, when they're making a product decision, that's enormously helpful. And um, you know, and I honestly have never really had that kind of exposure. I mean, we, in fact, I've worked for companies that used uh, parks research before, but now being on the other side, to me, it's always been intriguing to have that kind of information at your fingertips and, you know, I wish I had a time machine. I could have gone, gone back 20 years ago. We would have been, I would have been a bigger Park Associates customer.
1: <laughs> well, we're, you know, we're really excited for you to be able to, um, you know, d- even dig in deeper to some of our research and and also help, you know, really begin building out our products further to provide that strategic insight. So, um, you know, it's awesome to have you on board.
0: I'm excited to be here and uh, Elizabeth, listen, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join me for today's inaugural uh, podcast. For our viewing and listening audience, please subscribe to the Smart Tech Check podcast on YouTube and Apple Podcasts and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And until next time, have a great week and thanks, Elizabeth.
1: Thank you.